Hey there, and welcome back to the Better With Running podcast. My name is Matt Davey, coach at Run to PB and Marathoner. And this week, alongside me, I'm joined by my regular co-host, Zach Newman, and also a very special guest, super coach and owner of a new, uh, new fresh 5K PB from a couple of weeks back, Chris Armstrong. Welcome to the show. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having hey, Chris. Me. We're still we're still riding the high of that five k PV, <laughs> so um, we, we keep that in there. And obviously, you got uh, you got a race coming up, so you can uh, we can change the intro when you come come on uh, off the back of that one. No, that's all right, mate. If the ten k doesn't go any good, I'm happy to um, just keep on the coattail for that track race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's exciting times, mate. And um, we'll we'll obviously have a chat about how your training is going and uh, hear about the handicap race. Um, I know a few weeks back we were. We were pretty excited about what was going to go down. You can uh, you can give us a report on that one. Oh, sounds good. Nice. And Zaka, um, having a look through your week, you've, um, your Strava is uh, lit up again across the board. <laughs> um, so yeah, what, what are we now? Oh, we are we're on a Sunday here recording, so we're mm. exactly two weeks out from um, from the big dance, uh, the yeah. Melbourne Marathon. Uh, how's the body shaping up, and how's the week been? Just thinking about that now. So it's got 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Uh, yeah, in two weeks' time, we'll be uh, our legs will be in a very, <laughs> our heads, legs. Um, yeah, our hydration strategy might be quite different uh, <laughs> than it is today. Might be still carb loading, but yeah, different. Carb. Yeah, different, yeah, different liquids. Yeah, it won't be on the Mortons at uh, 3 p.m. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 pretty. It's the calm before the storm, isn't it? Now with the taper, like you're kind of getting through these weeks, and then knowing that. Um, I mean, this week for me, I was um, not a full taper week. I was just just reducing some of my easy runs, just like lobbing five minutes off here and there. Like even the, um, I mean, the overall week was about ten k down on what I'd done, but I guess, um, yeah, just even taking five minutes off a warm up. Um, warm down 60 minutes easy runs instead of 70 minutes it's quite a nice feeling just to sort of small changes but you, you start to already feel the effects of oh, okay, I feel a little bit fresher um, already so yeah it was good and then I had still had two sessions in there so obviously you want to keep keep the sessions in there and um, keep the frequency of those sessions in and um, consistency on the, the Wednesday and um, this time was on a Saturday so the Wednesday session had um at 5k at marathon effort or pace and then um, into four by five minutes of 90 seconds and i guess with that 5k um yeah i've done a lot of workouts where i've done um marathon pace into you know quicker than so just to get used to sort of running on the um almost that autopilot feeling of being able to just lock into that 5k um at the start or that marathon pace at the start and just just relax off it and yeah, it was actually a strange, uh, strange start to the session because I was driving to meet some people. Um, I was going to join my crew, uh, Al and uh, Luke Bell, and they weren't sessioning. They were going to just do their easy Wednesday run. I was just going to tack my warm up in, but as I was driving, uh, I was actually 
struggling whether I was going to get there on time and then um, work meetings did finish uh, in enough time, got on the, got driving, but then um, someone like started flashing their lights and signaling to me as I was driving, like busy road, um, Turak Road heading towards towards the tan and um, bumper to bumper. And then he went on the window down and started signaling that my back tyre was flat. Oh, no, <laughs> and no. uh, I was like, oh, and you know when you you kind of <laughs> you've been gearing yourself up for the session, you know the time, you know you kind of want to just like get it done, and then so I just had to pull over, turn around, and um, got into a service station. But it, I don't know this guy, I think he was a bit dramatic because it was a flat tire, but it wasn't completely flat. So I put some air in it, and it was fine. But I lost like half an hour sitting, so I was pretty much like fifty minutes sitting in the car, and I was like. Wow. I've missed the group. I'm just going to, so I ended up just parking around the corner. I was like, I'm going to start my workout from here because I don't want to sit any further in the car and like think about this session. So I ended up doing a slightly different loop to warm up. I was still near um, the Yarra Boulevard. So I ended up running down from, <laughs> from a different <laughs> spot, but my head was just, head was a little bit, <laughs> wasn't right in it. And then got the warm up done. And, and, and by that I'd sort of forget got about it, but it was, um, Probably a good thing just to, to get used to things not going to plan. <laughs> and, um, yeah, still got the session done. And, um, yeah, it came out really well. Got out at um, 3.26s, 27s, and just sort of sat in and um, then had a three-minute recovery. And then the 4x5s, I wanted to actually run them sort of half marathon effort for the first two and then actually get on some some stronger pace in the last two and was able to get down to – some more 10k effort that's row five pace for our sixes um yeah finished full of running and yeah so eventful start of the session but uh in the end ticked it off so that was that was good to have in the uh in the bank yeah it was a good session it was pretty oh, i don't know about you stuck a bit i found that pretty hot on the yeah, Wednesday. yeah like I, I did the session on the wednesday although wednesday yeah oh sort of yeah, so the, I guess the sun was still up at that point. Mm. So was it yeah direct sun, and, and you did find it pretty warm. Yeah, um, I actually wore a t-shirt for this one as well because I've just been like just um, trying to get a bit of exposure to heat, so I wasn't too fast with it. And um, yeah, no, I, I actually didn't find it too bad. So I think I'm I'm pretty efficient in it in the heat, so it didn't seem mm. to knock me out too much. Um, yeah so yeah didn't take any fluids on i don't think i was thinking whether i took a gel with me or not because i was planning to try um i know i did in the in the saturday workout and i don't think i took a gel in this one but i have been yeah practicing taking those gels throughout a lot of the workouts so it was it was kind of different not to take one in this one yeah you're pretty good in the heat it's like you You've got a, I don't know, your own air <laughs> conditioner in your back when you're running along. You don't even feel the heat. I feel like I'm a bit, a bit the opposite. Yeah, I think being a bit, bit smaller, being a bit shorter, <laughs> close yep. to the ground. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. No, it was. It was good to see it off. And like, I guess just coming down, like, you know, that's a 13K session. So, like, a lot of my, I've had Wednesday workouts where they've been, you know, 20K of work. So, to start to drop down to, to you know, 75% of them, it's, um, it's kind of nice um, as that entering that taper phase. Yeah. And then it was a lot of easy running. Like, some of the easy runs um, have just been up and down. Like, I've still felt fresh and ready, but then 
I think you also feel like, yeah, you, even though you're doing not heat less, that your legs will feel really fresh, but you still, some of them have been a little bit of a slog. Uh, and then I was just, I think I knew just wanting to get to Saturday's workout was, um, was a key one I wanted to knock out. And yeah, Saturday's was the two minutes on one minute off um, for 42 minutes. So a fart leg session. Um, and I actually wanted to get out on Albert Park. Haven't been there since um, oh, ages because of obviously lockdown. And then I haven't really got out there since. And met Dave Ridley. Um, Dave's a two, uh, he's a 217 guy, I think he is now. Mm. Um, 217 at the um, yeah, that AA Palestine trials. Yeah. Trials earlier this year. He actually ran Melbourne in 2019 and he was, I want to say he was maybe four. Um, he broke. I did. Ran two nineteen height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cracking around. But he's a bit of the mayor of Albert Park. Like he's there all the time, and he's been coming off an Achilles. So he offered to to jump in and, and help out for um, a few reps. And and they've actually relayed Albert Park uh, the part of the part of the road. Um, really? No, yeah. So it's really smooth. Um, and yeah, but Good I know. forgot how exposed it is. Um, <laughs> you know the. And it was windy uh, Saturday morning. I know you probably ran easy, I think, mattress, but um, it was super windy out there. And um, just part of it, like actually around the pits. So you actually go, we, we just stayed on the, we, we jump on the road. There's cyclists, but there's a lot of running groups. I know Hunter was out there. They had probably 15, 20 people rolling around doing a session. There's another few other groups out there doing their final marathon workout. So you're pretty safe. Like the cyclists kind of respect it. Um, yeah, there's some runners out there. So one of my athletes saw you actually she said oh, sarah yeah sarah yeah she had a, a, her sort of final long run workout oh, yeah um yeah, yeah. she did on the saturday and she did some loops around there and she i asked if she saw you out there and she said yeah you know, <laughs> you need to make sure i actually did the session or not <laughs> yeah that's exactly that was it now <laughs> uh, she said you were um out there with dave ridley so yeah oh uh, yeah that that was him and park run was um back as well so there was a it was a lot of runners around so that was pretty cool to see yeah, but it went well. Um, again, I, I wanted to yeah to sit in at like 315s, 320s for the two minutes and then 340s, 335s on the off. And then um, so keep the, keep the floats pretty strong. And Dave took the win for the first few reps, which was really nice of him. And yeah, like you said, he sort of come back from from Achilles stuff and uh, he started to start to feel it and just said after after two he said mate I'm done I'm <laughs> I'm pulling off but to his credit as I came around I thought oh I'm gonna do I'm gonna have this whole session now solo and then as I went around for the second lap he actually jumped on and pulled and um, pulled me around for one more rep mm-hmm. and it was just that mental reprieve when you've got someone else and it's like you know you just locked in and then it's like oh cool this this rep's almost for free because um you know I can just work off the back of him and that was good and yeah I just the last four I wanted to sort of push down a little bit in some more 310 range and yeah it felt pretty efficient I actually put the alphas on that I'm going to wear on race day because I've done probably 30k in them 15 no 20 odd k in them so put another whatever it was 20 uh 12k or so in them so um yeah it was kind of nice to get the fresh foam under the I mean my alphas I've been doing sessions in probably got a hundred fifty k's in them now by now. Mm. So um, yeah, they felt really good. Took a gel at uh, 
I think where I took it probably started the after the first lap, so probably five k took a gel, and I didn't realize I actually went through in sixteen thirteen, according to Scarborough yeah. on there on the segment. Um, the solid split. Yeah. So yeah, and then the last rep, I tried not to to be that last last rep hero because I turned around and um yeah, I was just trying to finish back where I started and um looked down at the watch. I was like, oh, I'm starting to go, you know, feeling really good here, but just had to resist and think often think back to like athletes I coach and like what what would I you know as a coach <laughs> should I be doing this as well you know um and yeah that, that kind of pulls me into gear so yeah kept the lid on it and yeah finished it off well yeah 306 <clears throat> pace for that last one kicked it down yeah really strong that's a that's a great sign um like two weeks out having having a session like that um and managing like yeah it's an average 320 pace um yeah and and that the wind was like I, yeah as, as you said i didn't do a session on the saturday but there the wind was rubbish and yeah. our park is like it's like a wind tunnel out there yeah um, but you get the folks. flip side of that like on the other side and that's where i did get the advantage like when i got around the back side i just mm-hmm. same effort and just picking up a little bit and i was like oh i'm running under 310s here and it feels easy so you do get um you also get that it never feels like you get the same amount back. Like it's no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more, <clears throat> you get more effort into moving into the headwind than you do um, coming back out. So, mm. <clears throat> ah, excellent. And nice to get on the road there. Like I've done a lot of workouts on, on like um, a bike path, or you know that's it's quite different when you're on the open road, and yeah, you get a bit more, a bit more return off the off the surface. So, um, yeah. Happy with that. And uh, yeah, doing a Saturday workout into Sunday, I, I just want to be like, not so much cautious, but just make sure Sunday wasn't um, wasn't a real kick down or crazy. And we kept it pretty consistent today and yeah, got got the two hours done in uh, the 420s and had some running royalty join us, had Lisa Waitman uh, in the Melbourne Uni crew um, come mm-hmm. out to the Yarra Flats for um, a couple of hours. So good to have a chat to her and, and catch up and yeah, it was, it was a good crew. And I think everyone's just, you know, that you can sort of tell there's a lot of, a lot of groups out there. Everyone's pretty excited for the next few weeks. I think. Seems to be the Mecca in <clears throat> that location. Yeah. Well, I don't know for um, distance running in sort of around Melbourne at the moment, isn't it? Like it just seems to be the place to go for a long run. Yeah. And you feel a bit left out when you get, get back and people are talking and you got, um, you know, Dave McDeal, Brett Robinson, <laughs> um, Chuck Rayner, Lisa, you know, all talking about Tokyo and you're talking about, oh, I'm doing Melbourne Marathon next week. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you feel a little bit. <laughs> but no, it is cool. Like, it's just a great, um, a lot of people going out there and it's just beautiful, beautiful scenery. Yeah, it's good. Maddie, what'd you hit for the week? 134, was it? Yeah, 134 for the week. So, and then, yeah, I'll just now start to, to you know, again, keep that taper going. Strong. Very strong. Uh, Mattress, I actually haven't had a chance to see your workout today. So you can hey. get to that a little bit later. But Fresh, um, fresh off the press. Yeah. How about <laughs> your week, mate? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was coming off that bigger Sunday workout, <clears throat> that 40K that sort of the, the three weeks out workout, I like to you know, put, put, I guess the, I guess the biggest week um, in there. And I definitely recognized that I was fatigued off that. So I made sure to pull back the pace on most of my easy runs. Um, I cut one double off the, um, I'd been mostly doing four 
doubles. Uh, oh, man, sorry, five doubles throughout the week. And this time, yeah, I just did the four. Um, so, yeah, just cut back a little bit in terms of the mileage and in terms of the intensity of those easy runs just to, yeah, make sure that I was I was, um, I was going to recover from that that um, large effort on the Sunday. <clears throat> um, and then, yeah, on the Wednesday, I decided to jump on the track and just do something a little bit quicker. And, and I wasn't really sure how I was going to feel because I guess that, um, yeah, because that Sunday I, I was feeling, I guess, I don't know, it was kind of a delayed fatigue. Like I felt okay Monday and it was Tuesday, Tuesday night. I felt, yeah, I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm pretty tired now. Um, and so I took, yeah, that's when I took the Wednesday off, Wednesday morning off and, and yeah, hit the track in the afternoon. And that's when I was saying it was, it was pretty warm um, on that afternoon. It was yeah, direct sun. I think when I started, it was, I think it was 26 degrees. Um, and I just like, if that was something at the end of summer, that would be, that would be like, I don't know, yeah. normal. But at this at the moment, like we've barely had any, any really hot days that you've been able to adjust to that sort of a temperature. So <clears throat> I was really sort of feeling it and sweating up um, in the warm up that I could feel. So I, I sort of decided then that I'd make sure to pull back the pace um, for the session and just, yeah, trying to try to more keep it controlled um, and just hit the times that were going to be a bit quicker than marathon pace. So more, uh, I guess, more thresholdy sort of intensity. Um, and so the session was 2K, 1K, 2K, 1K uh, with a lap jog in between everything. And and I was doing the lap jog and then I, um, and also just, um, yeah, got a, got a squirt of water each, each time as well because um, I was getting really thirsty out there. And then the aim was also at the end to do some faster 200s, um, just 200 on, 200 off. Uh, but I ended up dropping that because I was just feeling a bit um, feeling a bit tired off those 2K, 1Ks. I felt like I, I got enough work in. There was <clears throat> 6K of work in, which was fine. Um, it, was, it was easily enough um, for me in that, in that moment and how I felt. So off I go those 200s and then yeah um yeah so i was feeling it was strange i don't know at what point but i was like i feel like i'm rolling off my shoe um and i was i had the alpha flies on um and they'd probably done about 300 ish <clears throat> 300 or three maybe just over 300 k's i haven't i'm not very good at keeping a track on how many k's are in in the shoes but yeah, yeah. i felt like i was rolling off them and anyway so i got to the end and sat down changed my shoes and Gemma came across so she had done some 200 um efforts on the track and she's like oh you've um you've popped your alpha fly it's like, oh, <laughs> like what so yeah yeah took it off and turned the shoe over and sure enough there was um so you didn't hear it pop no nah, i didn't hear it pop no nah, mm. no nah. but yeah definitely could feel it it was like i was mm. yeah rolling and I, I like i normally sort of land on the outside of my shoes um on the outside of my foot but this was like I was landing on the outside and there was another extremity. It was pushing me over and I was like, yeah, oh, this wow. doesn't feel right. I'm, I must be like really looking. Form's out today. Yeah, yeah. form is out today. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, oh, this must look terrible. There's like a lot of little laugh kids around <laughs> looking at me like, what's wrong with him? Um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, one of the pods um, on the right, I think it was the right shoe had, um, had popped on the outside there. So yeah, there was a hole in it and there was a bit of a bit of a dent. I'd, I'd never heard of anyone doing that to the alpha flies before. I'd heard them with those tempo next to yeah. I think that's what they're called, the tempo shoes. Um, I've heard a few of those happening with those shoes, but yeah, never on the alpha fly. So mm. it, yeah, it was a bit unexpected and yeah, it means that I have to um, make sure that, that the, um, the new alpha fly pairs that I got like the week before, um, yeah, that I don't do too many Ks in those and 
and set them off as well. So I was um yeah. What are the odds yeah. on a on a Wednesday? Both of you boys got a flat tire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. You say that um, both you and Zaka had a flat tire on a Wednesday, mate, with your session. Oh yeah. That's what, yeah. what are the odds? I'd much, what are much the rather odds? it on the car than the outfit, to be honest. <laughs> it's cheaper to replace um, on the car. Yeah. 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 yeah so someone said, um, Trav, um, yeah, he actually went, he ran the Sandy Point. He won the Sandy Point half today. He mentioned that, yeah, that exact thing. He was like, I think the Alpha Flies will be more expensive to um, replace mm. than any car tire, <laughs> which is probably a pretty good point. Um, <clears throat> and then. Do you like the alphas on the track? I mean, when they've got, when they're both tires are pumped <laughs> yeah, when up. They're, when they're pumped up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do actually. Yeah, I've actually, because it's funny, like um, when I finished the warm up, I can't remember what average, you know, 440s, 450s or whatever it was. And then it's like, oh, feeling, feeling like this is hard, almost hard work. And then as soon as I jumped on the track and did a couple of strides and, and I looked down at the pace I was going, it was like, oh, it's like 305, three minute pace and it was feeling easy. I'm like, oh. Mm. This is, yeah, I'm seeing to get a lot off the track um, in yeah. Alpha Flies. Probably why they're not legal. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. can't, yeah. <laughs> we'll have an illegal yeah, 10K race on there. And <laughs> we'll both wear Alphas and see what yeah. we can do. Yep. <laughs> both wear Alphas. Yep. Pull up a lot better, for sure, yeah. rather than spikes. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, the next day, um, after feeling a bit tired, then the next day I felt great um, on, the, on the, I did an hour 25 um, on the Thursday morning. And yeah, just get over some some hills up into Frankston Reservoir. They've, uh, they've freshly relayed that um, the circuit track around there, so it's yeah, it's in really good nick at the moment. Um, yeah, felt really good, but then by sort of Friday, I felt a bit tired again. Um, so I took it real easy then on the Saturday, and and then got out for the Sunday um, workout, which was ninety minutes um, easy. Just caught up with there was a there was a few of us actually out there on the group there was yeah um a couple of guys that i coached so reese and stacy were out there um along with Gemma and one of her athletes mitch and and also karina um another run to pb coach um out there for the long run and uh, reese and i had the same session so 90 minutes easy um and then change our shoes into 30 minutes at marathon pace um and then just a eight minute warm down after that so yeah the as soon as i chucked the same thing as soon as i chucked the alpha flies on it was like it was a new person um <laughs> just had so much bounce and ended up the first k i was yeah planning to go sort of around 320 to 325 and the first k came out 316 I'm like oh Whoa. bloody cooked it yeah. <laughs> turned out it was a tailwind so that, yeah that was explained a lot um but yeah it just felt felt like i was jogging for the sort of the first i guess 22 minutes and then yeah the last sort of eight minutes i started feeling yeah just not not amazing and maybe just the fatigue had sort of caught up at that point and yeah i still managed to hold like 326 i think for the last couple of k um and so yeah i was happy to to get that session done um and yeah it was just more i guess it was a lot like that was 10ks less than the than the week before and and much less intensity so it was just a bit of a pullback but sort of a more of a maintenance session on on the work that i've been doing like i've done a lot of a lot of long runs with a bit of um bit of effort at the end and, and yeah that was more maintenance and just trying to dial into that sort of marathon pace and and see how that feels and get the gels down um there was no vomiting this time which was very much <laughs> but my, my stomach was still a little bit queasy at, at one i think it was maybe five minutes ago i could sort of notice that my stomach was was um a bit off so I'm, I'm just still yeah analyzing how i'm going to 
how I'm going to work the gels. I had four today over the course of what, two hours. Um, so potentially thinking maybe go to having some gels and also some of the Morton liquid. Um, I was oh, yeah. planning on just going purely gels because because it's so much more handy. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think I might make some small drink bottles and and get them um, on the course or if we're allowed to get them handed out to us, I'll um, I'll go with that and and yeah get some water in around that so and hopefully it, it settles okay back at seaford the uh the old stomping ground yeah the old stomp the horseshoe yep yeah no it's um yeah. you got mem- good memories out there zach the i do but i mean just talk that just looking at your splits like you had some good k's in there like just ticking along 322s 320s like you mentioned that you know it was a three the last k you were sort of you know last few you were feeling but it was like really consistent through the middle and um yeah, you can see that strength there. Like you just sort of can sit in and, and just roll through. And um, yeah, it's great science. Yeah, that's what I was, I guess, trying to, um, yeah, trying to focus on not <clears throat> on, I guess it was more, and we'll talk a bit, bit later about the, the purpose of all the, the idea of smiling when you're, yeah. when you're racing. And um, yeah, just, I felt like a lot of negative thoughts um, came across in that, in that sort of last 10 minutes. And you're just yeah. trying to really focus on, um, on, you know they're just thoughts there because mm. right? you always want it like as it you know we like to make predictions on how we're going and and what's yeah. what's going on it on ahead of us um mm. you know or what's this going to feel like on the marathon and blah 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 so yeah. i really tried to zone those out and just focus on i guess more my form and, and rhythm and and um and yeah because i went 15 minutes out 15 back and so did Brees. so he was he had turned a little bit earlier than me so i was trying to sort of i guess gradually yeah yeah work yeah. up to him but I didn't end up catching him. He was he was too too strong. Um, but yeah, sort of trying to take those those thoughts away and like let them come in, but then yeah, try to refocus um, your attention somewhere else to, to be a bit more positive. Mm. Yeah, so, no. yeah, it's all part of the the, the marathon training, isn't it? Going through those, and we've 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 talked about it over the last probably eight to ten weeks of this build up about um, these marathon specific sessions and that those roller coaster of emotions you can go through even in the course of a of 30 minutes of the marathon, let alone you've got two two plus hours, two, two and a half, three hours in some cases that, that yeah, you yeah, there's there's over the course of that, there's just so many so many feelings you're gonna get. Yeah, hundred and it's good practice, isn't it? Like because you there's like no doubt that negative thoughts are going to come in at some point. Yeah. Uh, but it's like what are you going to do? At that mm. when one of those thoughts comes in like are you going to really take it on board and think yeah 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 i am really tired like uh, i may maybe i didn't you know start thinking oh maybe i didn't knees back enough maybe i'll mm. push those sessions too hard um yeah so what are you and they're just thoughts that you know that yeah. that's all they are um yeah. so yeah what do you do in that point so that was good good to practice um this morning I think having different people around you on race day and the whole atmosphere because you, you know you've done a lot of sessions solo a lot of marathon workouts it's going to be yeah, quite different having, you know, potentially in, a, in our pack, we might have five or six people um, for the first half of the race. So mm, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things going on that will probably also um, be a good distraction and, and yeah, help, help that out. Yeah. Hope, hope there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I ended up with what, 145k for the week. So I was about, I dropped about 20% from, um, mm. <clears throat> from what it's sort of been averaging. So I'll drop that again further this coming week and then, yeah, then into the serious taper for the last week. Drop a double this week or just, um, just pull I'm back not, a few minutes on them? Yeah, I actually, I'm actually thinking it like if I'm, I, I might even take 
a day off. Um, yeah. Like, I don't want to take a day off probably in the last week, but I think if I can take one, I know within sort of 10 to two weeks is probably a good good time to, to take a day yeah. off just to, I feel like I was, I don't know, just recognising that, that I am a bit fatigued and maybe I just need, you know, another another 24 hours just to yeah. recover and, and get the legs feeling good again. Um, <clears throat> like, I mean, they felt okay today, but I guess it wasn't as fresh as what I'd felt the past few weeks. So just trying to work around that and make sure I'm, I'm good for race day. So yeah, I think I'll take, take tomorrow off and then, and then an easy Tuesday before getting into a session Wednesday. And I actually did that before Auckland cause I got, I had a um, ITB friction syndrome. So I got an, um, an injection mm. in the cortisone to get rid of it. And um, yeah, took a day off and then jogged the next day. And then that worked out well for me. So I know it has worked in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something you could definitely look at just to give the body a bit of a break. Yep. And Chris, how's your yes. week been, mate? <clears throat> um, yeah, not certainly not quite as heavy as um, as you got. I'm looking <laughs> at that, and that's um, well and truly got me covered. But um, no, I felt I felt like I've had a really good week. Um, most of it's been easy running, as it tends to be. Um, you know, just sort of most of it, sort of easy runs with Anna, and you know, Monday kicked off with sort of thirteen. K easy, you know, a bit over an hour. I think 65 minutes we ran for um, 14k on the Tuesday, so a very similar time again. Um, Tuesday's sort of a bit of a, you know, it's pretty flat. Um, Monday's got a few undulations in it and a bit of a different loop. But um, Wednesday, when did sort of Pilates in the morning um, and then off to the gym in the afternoon for a bit more strength work. Uh, Thursday, went and did some hills out at the Botanical mm. Gardens. So it sort of is. We sort of, from um, where I meet with Anna, it's about three, three and a bit K um, from there to the Botanical Gardens. And then we, we fit about, I don't know, it'd be about 100 metres of climbing into about nine or 10 K and then sort of jog, you know, a bit of an extended loop home. So it's a nice um, medium long for yeah. us. Sort of had been doing some hill strides, but um, sort of just finding off the back of the 5K, I've been a bit tight in the lower back. So sort of erred on the, side of caution and just looking after the hamstrings a little bit um so sort of probably just working the hills a little bit harder but yeah certainly not um hitting them with any great pace and then a nice little day off on the friday before um you know Sorry, Chris, could, yeah 5 45 is that when you're starting oh, yeah geez, um, that's uh yeah i didn't so, even know that existed that time it's um <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's yeah it's early um wow yeah sort of with going. um with the early starts, uh, just try and find a bit of a balance because um, Anna's got two young kids. So yeah. just trying to get them ready for school and, and then off to work. Whereas, you know, I guess I'm a bit more flexible. We've just got a cat. So yeah. uh, I just boot him out in the morning and then I'm all sweet. But um, yeah, just you, to try and... Sorry, can you mate. roll out of bed and you pretty much get going or do you, do you have to get up and do any mobility? Or Because I, I, I just find if I run in the morning, I need bit of time for the body to wake up and the legs to kind of be <laughs> I, I can't just get up and go you know if, if i was running at 5 45 i need to be up at 5 a.m yeah no <laughs> I, yeah i am very much rowing the same boat as you zaka <laughs> my my days of um, rolling out of bed throwing the shoes on and going for a run they ceased when i was 28 and i reckon i'm, <laughs> I'm turning 39 in a month so yeah um yeah no it's sort of it is an early start, but um, yeah, I, I like to get up and actually just have a bit of time to wake up. 
um, you know, get a little bit of caffeine into the system. And then mm. um, I'll have a hot shower most days as well, just to try yeah. and really loosen the body up. And um, then, yeah, I sort of go through the plethora of activation <laughs> stuff. So I feel like a human. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I jump on the Pilates reformer for about 10 minutes, a um, bit of foam rolling, and then I'll do some um, barefoot drills up and down the, the hallway, which the cat's a big fan of joining in, um, but I don't, I don't think my wife Nora enjoys it say, yeah, that much. Like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, she. I try and be as light on my feet as I can, but I'll, I'll tell you now, I'm, I'm a bit sloppy at that at the hour of the morning. Yeah. So, um, sort of do try and do a couple of minutes here, yeah. and then um, when I catch up with Anna, we we do a couple more minutes of drills there before we set off because. Um, Anna normally does five or 10 minutes of drills um, up and down the street before I get there and she hits that first K pretty swift. So um, <laughs> I don't want to be the one that's dragging the chain. So yeah, yeah they, they are pretty early starts, but it's just about, um, you know, just trying to fit into that yeah. um, work-life balance. Um, yeah. So yeah, and similar similar story, I think today for our long run with a handicap that, you know, try and sort of fit in with Anna during the week and then weekends, you know, she sort of, helps me out by starting a bit early as well so you know, it's very um very much appreciated because i don't you know there's probably not a whole lot of people that would sacrifice that um you know if you ask them they're going to oh, jam it i'm having a sleep in so yeah, yeah. no very um very appreciative of, um, and being willing to still come and, and have yeah. a run um, early on but um yeah saturday we um we sort of had separate sessions we still catch up for the warm-up and do that together and then um, it's only like a two-minute drive for me out to the botanical gardens. I went and did a, um, a hills and threshold session. So yeah. this is um, one of Coach Andy's favourite ones, and it's probably the one I'm enjoying the most at the moment too. Um, yeah. So we sort of do six by one-minute hills um, at a sort of a 5K effort, I'd yeah. say, yeah. Um, and then just a, a gentle jog back down. Um, once we've sort of done six repeats, it's a four-minute sort of jog, um, probably oh, maybe do it closer to a float but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah sort of four minute jog and then into like a threshold um, sort of 4k threshold but um, the last sort of two or three times I've done this I've just I've tacked on an extra sort of three or four hundred meters and just rounded it up to an even 10k just to hmm. you know it's probably one that um, I try and run it at the same effort each time and it just gives me a bit of an idea of how the body's traveling so yeah um yeah it was sort of with this one had a slightly different loop with um, local council have just built a nice bridge across the golden river which connects um pretty much straight from the victoria park lake to the botanical gardens whereas previously it only really had one sort of entry and exit in kyala so now that it's got there it just opens up a whole lot of different loops away from cars um so yeah sort of um, did my threshold um, in and around the lake and you know it was you know, it's only five minutes away instead of being sort of 5K on the road. So, yeah, um, yeah it was good. And the directions for this one was more, you know, try and stick to the threshold. But um, with the race coming up sort of next Sunday, I really just wanted to not pay attention to the watch and try and settle into a rhythm for what felt a bit more like 10K effort. So, um, yeah, I mean, really happy with how things turned out. I think uh, just having a look at the threshold pretty much just went, you know, three thirty-seven, thirty-eight, the whole way, and pulled up feeling really strong. So, yeah, um, you know, hopefully it wasn't just the, the caffeine <laughs> raging through the body that made me think that. You know, hopefully the body's in reasonable shape and can take that into 
into next weekend. And then, yeah, just a, a bit of a shorter long run today, just to 80 minutes, um, you know, um, covered 17 and a half K and, you know, just sort of just enough time, try and stay out of that sort of glycogen deficit spot. Yep. So pulled up feeling pretty good, uh, you know, a bit over, oh, where are we, 80 Ks for the week. Um, yeah, like it's... So consistent. Yeah, yeah, like it's just, it's nothing special, um, but yeah, just... You know, I suppose it's like what we preach to our athletes that you know it's just stacking weeks and yeah. hopefully with a bit of a you know a, a taper and some decent sleep this week the body freshens mm-hmm. up and you know you can put it to work on the weekend. Do you find with that that hills and threshold session you're talking about? Um, two ways that I find I don't know with that session is the hills make you like that threshold seem easy because yeah you're, you're really engaged um, mm-hmm. from working up the hills hard. Um, and then all of a sudden you get that threshold, you think far out, I'm, I'm floating across the ground here. This is because everything's just switched on. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that, yeah, the hills, you know, you've, you're running hard up the hills, you're probably producing a bit more lactate. So the threshold ends up being a little bit harder for the first few minutes and then, and then you sort of switch on. Do you find anything like that? Yeah, I do. Um, I know like, I usually wear a chest heart rate strap um, for all of these sessions and just having a look like it usually sort of peaks a tick over 180 while I'm doing my hills. And then with the threshold, sort of that, I guess that four minute recovery gives it a bit of time to settle, but I actually feel really relaxed getting into that threshold. It sort of sits probably low 170, so 168 to about 172. And um, it just, the legs feel super activated. Um, mm. You know, just, it's just nice having that sort of bit of pop and yeah. ready to go. Um, you know, it almost feels like maybe I should do some some hills before all my yeah, uh, races. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, before a race, just do some stride, hills yeah, drive, look yeah, around, just switch on. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, maybe head over to Anderson Street before the marathon. Yeah, yeah. A couple of repeats up there and you'll yeah. be set to go. Yeah. But, um, you should try that, Matt. <laughs> yeah, well, let, give it a go. Let us know how it turns out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs> but um, no, I just feel a million dollars. Um, yep. Obviously, it's a different story when um, you know race day comes along. But yeah, I, I think they really do help. Um, you know, even just doing a little bit of work at a higher heart rate before settling into something that's slightly lower, it just it yeah. it just feels easier. I do a lot of those, and I set a lot of those workouts for my athletes. The hills fresh, even hills. Hill Tempo Hill um, is quite a common combo. And I've done a lot um, out at Wattle Park. That was a, a bit of a staple session with, with Mottram's crew is that they would, we would, we'd do sort of minute 90 second hills, yeah, five or six, jump on an oval and just, you know, roll around sort of anyway. It was actually because we we're going back onto the hills, you'd only do sort of 10 minutes and then go back down the hills and you'd get up on the, after doing the hill repeats and then going onto a flat oval, like the first first few you know first few minutes it took a little while to get into it, and then by the end you were absolutely motoring along. Um, yeah, and I think just yeah that change of um, rhythm, you know, getting used to just holding that pace, um, yeah, it gives you a lot of confidence um, coming off those hills. Um, yeah, good session. And so, Chris, you got the um, you got the wellness run race in a week's time. So, how are you feeling for the race? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, just looking forward to the opportunity to come down and give it a go. Um, you know, sort of really still feeding off the, I suppose, happy vibes of that 5K from the track, and um, body feels like it's in reasonable shape. So, um, yeah, I mean. It, just hopefully we can get a decent morning for it. I know it can be a bit windy along sort of um, 
you know, St Kilda mm. Road and that sort of thing. But I mean, yeah, look, I've had, I've already started looking at the forecast and it looks like ideal. <laughs> so like yeah. it's going to be like 10, 11, maybe 12 degrees in the morning. And, you know, typically early, it's pretty still. So no, look, just want to get down there and get amongst it. And look, worst, absolute worst case scenario, even if the race is terrible, I'm going to be able to catch up with a few people and, and um, make some good memories out of the day. So mm. uh, bring it on. Will you have a um, like a, a taper type set? I mean, not a you know probably doing a full taper, but a, a light workout leading into the you know, the race. Maybe what what will Andy have on the cards? On yeah, so um, yeah, what what we're gonna do this week? So the K's will be um, fairly down this week. Mm. Just gonna do a couple of ten to twelve k jogs um, on Monday and Thursday. I'm gonna do a session on Tuesday this week. So um you know and even like session probably not even quite enough volume to call the session i'm gonna do um four by three minutes um with a 90 second jog um and then have it after that fourth set just have it i think it's um three minutes recovery and then just jump into four by 300 with 100 meters recovery so just going to try and hit those three minute repeats at you know 10k effort and then essentially treat the 300s like strides um yeah you know, just sort of finish off feeling real strong and controlled and then you know pack it up and put it away and mm-hmm. we're going that sort of tuesday will probably cover 12k but that's you know still less volume than what we'd normally do yeah on a tuesday and then um yeah gonna i'll have a bit of a lighter day i'll probably just go to pilates on the wednesday and then um you know make a real light day in the gym wednesday friday just a real easy 30 minute shake out and hopefully have a sleep in on saturday and have a nice rest day so park runs just kicked off so i have to make sure i don't actually go down there otherwise um that's going to be too tempting just to (laughs) roll a few easy k's but um, i'm gonna have a rest day saturday and um you know just jump in the car and try and take it as easy as possible yeah endorphin speed new york or um no, yeah, I love those shoes. I actually feel bad getting them out. They're the best looking shoes I've got my own. Um, I don't want to get them dirty, but um, no, I'm gonna. I'll roll the indoor pros um, yeah. for the race. Um, sort of a bit stuck. I love running some of my easy stuff in the endorphin speeds because I just feel mm. so good. Like, it just feels ridiculously easy. But um, you know, I might mix it up this week and just do you know some in the heavy shoes and some in the light, sort of towards the back end of the week, just to. Um, you know, even if it's just false advertising to help make my brain think that the body's feeling good um, <laughs> yeah. coming, coming into Sunday. Nice. That's exciting. And you'll Sounds be out like set. Yeah, I will be. Um, I've just got to get my number sorted. I know I've, I've got it entered, but I haven't actually received it yet. But I'll, I'll, I'll be out there at some capacity, yeah. And speaking of races, the, the Sandy Point, um, the Sandy Point, what I think I call it the half marathon. I saw the bibs. I had the 10K bib, but I didn't race it, but a half marathon. And then, um, yeah, so there was the obviously the half and the 10K on there. And you were out there, Zaka? Uh, I wasn't actually out there on the course. Oh, oh <laughs> like, I thought you said you were. That's all right. Nah, I didn't. Actually, I just looked at your there. run. You couldn't go from Ivanhoe across <laughs> yeah. the Sandy Point that quickly. Yeah. yeah. No, but we had, um, we had some great results come through. Um, yeah quite a few athletes going around and obviously still a few results to come in, but we thought we'd touch on a few of uh, athletes that um, we knew that um, yeah have posted some big, big runs. And uh, one of my athletes, Ingrid Howlett, she had a blinder of her race. Um, yeah. It, I actually went to school with Ingrid. Um, 
many years ago and uh, she contacted me off the back of this event back in February when we were out there mattress. Mm, um, yep. she, she, um, she, she did some cycling and moved into Ironman and was starting to, to get back into running and she'd run that half that day and um, we actually saw each other post-race and then contacted me and said, oh, I want to take running a bit more seriously and um, yeah, get some coaching. We've been working together since and um, it's, been a, it's been a challenging few months for, for Ingrid actually. Um, obviously, COVID, which is all, and she's got a she's pretty busy with a young child. And then she got injured, unfortunately, during lockdown with some planter um, issues that we had to work through. And she was working with Sophie and um, Sophie Fit, run to BB coach, and over at uh, Fitzroy Foot Health uh, Clinic. And yeah, we were able to get to the bottom of that. And um, after a bit of a rebuild in the last four months, it's, um, you know, we'd you know that lack of racing and then them races came back on it was like okay cool we've got something here to work towards and we kind of put this in the calendar and um yeah just was really well, i mean the goal for her just to get to the start line was you know for me was that that was the, the key is like let's just rebuild slowly and, and get there and, and just enjoy the the opportunity to race and then the last month things got really cranking nicely and thought maybe where's the PB on. And in the end, um, you know, we set a bit of a race plan. It's one of those things I know because we haven't had a lot of races, whether we were in PB shape, it was more like, okay, we've just got to get out there and enjoy this one and see what, see what happens. And we did set a goal that, you know, I think if, if we run to plan and I know she was pretty open about last time when she ran the half, she flew up, quite epically um you know just going out a little bit too hard and a bit excited so we consciously made that effort to to go out a lot more conservatively and um yeah managed to run through the field stuck to the plan and um yeah six minute pb ran uh one hour 40 33 um yeah and just wow yeah it was just <laughs> such a i got the message after the run i just couldn't believe it i mean just yeah huge run and yeah it was even looking back because i know we talked about the last time we really got to be conservative the last last time when she raced she went out in um four minutes 33 for the first k and the last two k's were 5 30s the mm -hmm. last two k's of her run today were 435 and 433 so sure. we flipped it around and said start conservative and even yesterday Ingrid she listens to the podcast should we, should we listen to this um she'd sort of messaged me and said oh can we you know we start a little bit quicker or you know what if I'm feeling good early can I push on I was like no but let's let's stick to the plan for you know 12 to 15k and then start to push if you're feeling good because it is hard like when you early on you know the adrenaline's going you want to get get moving but um it was just great to see and she she stuck to the plan and it came off and um yeah I was just so stoked to see that result. Yeah, that's awesome. And <clears throat> do you know what the conditions were like out there? Um, no, I haven't. Couldn't imagine they were ideal either. Yeah, and that course, and I said that that half is not fast. Like it's not a flat <laughs> course. You know, we've we've done the ten k on there. You you do cop a couple of hills, so yeah, there's um there's more room to to go on that. But um yeah, we're just enjoying the um enjoying being back in in a race, and then to come out and do mm. a six minute PB was just, like that huge so um, massive enough. huge yeah. congratulations Ingrid yeah I and then you also had another one Anna. yeah Anna was going around just um she's got that marrow 
uh, Melbourne Marathon in a couple of weeks. So we just, you know, Anna signed up for this, just wanted to get back out in the community and have a race. And um, yeah, did, stuck to plan as um, I'd said to her a couple of times, this is not the time to try and race and, and um, run a PB. And at the 16K, she had a bit of a license to just pick it up and um, yeah, kept the lid on it, finished strong and yeah, messaged me after, said, yeah, it was just great to get back out there and um, feeling really strong. So I think it was just a good dress rehearsal to, you know, jump on the line again, get the get a little bit of nerves, and um, yeah, so that that worked out well. Um, one of Sammy's athletes was out there in the ten k mattress, Anna Ellis. And I was yeah yeah, so she <clears throat> had a cracker run a run a PB of thirty eight thirty six, which was a huge run there. Um, four and a half minute PB, a four and a half minute PB. So she was there in February, yeah. What was that? Sorry, she was there. She was also there in February. So, um, mm, yeah, massive run from there. Massive four and a half minutes, my dog. So, <laughs> yeah, well, well, if, I don't know if sub forty was her goal, but she well and truly smashed that one. Well, you so think? Congratulations! I don't know where yeah. she came. It's been up there. Yeah. Well, it's just we've had this time where we've had to kind of endure some some time trials and you know lockdowns, and then just goes to show you what happens when you get in a race and that atmosphere and the energy that you know you get to really really embrace it and um yeah smash out a, a great run and then uh well we've got joe will joe williams who yeah i know he's a um he's actually a local boy down here in frankston mm. i've seen him out running uh plenty of times around uh a bit around frankston reservoir and, and oh, yeah. apple bend and yeah he so he's coached by josh harris um and he was gunning for a sub 40 and he's around 38 17 i was actually just going over his splits before so he went out the first, so he lapped his he lapped his watch. So he went out. Uh, I assume this was the the plan from Josh was to go out conservative and bring it home. So he went out in nineteen twenty six and then brought it home in eighteen fifty one. So yeah, second wow. half. You can do some damage if you if you can, you know, be if you're strong and you're conservative early and you just hold back. You can, you know, I think back to um, runs. We've probably both had mattress and Chris. So that you know, you've always. Uh, the big PBs have come when you've started out and you've just been conservative and then you've been able to come home like a steam train. Yep. Um, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, he's, like um, Josh said, he's just been so consistent. I messaged him about it and yeah, yeah he's just been so consistent. Yeah. Uh, really nice bloke and yeah, so good to see a, a race like that and all that hard effort that I've, that I've seen him um, around, around the traps and, and Josh yeah. has set him to do. Um, yeah. As um has really come about for a, for a huge PB. I might have to get him into the um, pigs uniform, actually. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, nice. A bit of recruiting. I reckon he's yeah, yeah. He's, he's up there for yeah. None of, none of your Melbourne Uni um, crew trying to get onto him. He's, he's a Frankston Frankston lad. Yeah, nice one. Hey, another one in the sub forty uh, club. Uh, is it Gary Blue Skies? Yeah, yeah. Um, Gary Murphy. Gary, yeah, sorry, the Instagram is Gary. Blue, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's um, yeah, Gary. Gary, yeah, coached by Gemma. So he um had this huge, um, well, huge. He had this goal that had been around for for quite some time to to go mm. sub forty um in the ten k. And yeah, I don't know Gemma and I were chatting um over the last few days about it, and she she knew he was traveling really well um from yeah from his sessions and his consistency and and how well yeah he built up to this to this race um and just knew that he was uh yeah in for a good one so yeah he ran 39 12 so absolutely yeah. smashed 40 minutes um and yeah he was 
absolutely ecstatic about that, Gemma was saying. Oh, that's awesome. I know, um, I think Gary went around in our virtual 5K. Um, mm, yep. He's done, yeah. It, he's obviously been hanging to get that opportunity to get in a race and, um, yeah, made use made, of it. Made the most of it today, yep. For sure. Um, up in the Gold Coast, there was the GC50. Um, yep. There was a few athletes going around in that one. I don't know, there was a 25K race in there as well. Was that um, Stuart McBride? Uh, he, I saw a picture he put up, pretty cool one. He had the the medal over the Alphas, looked pretty cool, all in um, all matching colours, and yeah, cracking run for me. Hour forty three, that's four oh eight. So he's um he's had a blinder. Yeah, he ended up eighteenth out of seven hundred and ten actually. So yeah, he's coached by Andy Buchanan. Um, and yeah, in, in that twenty five k event, and I heard it was actually really windy out there too. So mm. less than ideal conditions, and and obviously. Being up the Gold Coast, probably exceptionally hot and humid. Pretty humid. <laughs> yeah, and an interesting distance as well to attack, like 25K. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Like, yeah. to get your head, like, I mean, yeah, you know, you, you probably, I don't know. Get through the like half and had, you still got another 4K. Yeah, <laughs> half and then you still got another four, 4K or so, yeah, well, just under 4K. Um, and then I also had a couple in that event too, like Katie Dell. So she was originally going to be uh, pacing one of her friends, um, but unfortunately, a friend got injured doing the, the 5K event the day before. So, yeah, Katie decided, oh, I've got the entry. I'm, I'm feeling right. Let's, let's have a crack. And so she had done it last year as well because, um, yeah, we built up for this one. And, and yeah, so today, though, she, yeah, she went out and ran a PB in three hours 55 and, and was the fourth female over the line too. Wow. So a, a huge run from Katie that's there. And, and we had the really moment, been really 50K. Up. Yeah. 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 That's fair at the moment. I know. It's, you know she'd been doing a lot of work around um, the Movember. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen on, on her Instagram. So the, yesterday they had a had a big group out there. Um, I think they were doing, uh, there was a thing about 60Ks. 60K, um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, she was out there and, and she just said that she got yeah, real excited from, from the effort that people had put in for that day and just decided to, yeah, just, just have a crack and, and um, yeah. Yeah, came out with a, with a two-minute PB there. So that was a, a huge result from Katie. Um, and then I also had Jenna Truman who um, – so the, the 5K was on the Saturday. So I think it made okay. about four-ish, three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Um, they had the 5K on. And, yeah, so she had done the, the 5K. Um, Jenna had done the 5K the previous year. Um, and this time, yeah, it sort of put in a bit of a, a, bit of a speed block um, really tried to get the get it working the paces down and and yeah she's come off that really well and ended up with a minute 40 um, it wasn't actually a pb but a minute 40 course pb um yep. yeah compared to the year before and um yeah she was she was actually kind of light up against her, her husband phil but unfortunately <laughs> she she got there and suddenly they'd made a mistake with her entry and, and she didn't actually have an entry um but her husband phil did so phil gave her the entry and um, allowed her to race, but yeah, they didn't. They didn't get a chance to line up against each other, oh. unfortunately. And <laughs> but I reckon Jenna was in a in for a good chance to um to to win get that the one. Get yeah. <laughs> nice one. Uh, did you have? Was there a couple more doing a time trial? Oh, yeah, time. Trial. Oh, yeah. Then I had a couple more. Yeah, doing time trials. So yeah, they were um, Shannon Gorman. So she was yeah. Um, she'd done a time trial, a marathon time trial after um yeah what was it a, a couple of months or a few months ago now and then we sort of built back up from there and yeah you know, I, I put out there to to have a crack at a, a 5k and 
and it just gets so hot up there, even at mm. 7 a.m., that, that we decided to um, do one a little bit earlier at 5.30 when the conditions are a little bit more favourable. Um, yeah, and she ran 19.31, which was a great PB by her and, and um, another one of my athletes, um, Talia. So she was out there too, and she's sort of just coming back um, after a little bit of a break and, and slowly building up. But we've just been tracking her progress a little bit with a, with a couple of these 5K time trials. And, yeah, she um, ran really well compared to yeah and, and showed a lot of improvement um mm. in this one where she went from um 20 six weeks ago to 1949 so it's just good to yeah, get a chance to have a look at those sort of improvement improvements over those time trials mm. and chris you were out early today was it you were out this, this morning uh on course for the handicap yeah, no, I had the handicap today. Before, I, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Amy McCormick, um, one of Sophie's yes. athletes. She um, she had a cracker of a run at Vic Milers Club during the week and ran 10.01 for a massive PB mm. over 3K. Um, got to meet Amy in the middle of the year. She came across to Shep and ran a 5K with us, um, ran you know, 17.40 that day and um, was obviously kicked on and um, you know, just had some really impressive training since then. And 10.01, um, yeah, I'm sure she'd be crazy. thrilled with the PB, but I reckon I know what she wants to do next time <laughs> yeah. around. But um, no, just um, fantastic result, Amy. Well done. Yeah, great stuff from Amy. Melbourne yeah. Uni uh, representative as well. I'll get, get that in there, Mattress. Yeah, but how long before she's been to go back? I reckon, Zaka. I was wondering. Oh, about. nice. It's done deal. Signed contract to sign. <laughs> yeah. Signed contract. <laughs> Lifetime. Yeah, yeah, life member. <laughs> but um, no, handicap today. Um, just you know, say just the, just the sixteen hundred meters today. So mm. we had um, thirty three members of the club give it a go today. And normally we'd we'd do this on the track. And I suppose it, being a bit more of a rep running club, the guys have a bit more of a fear of the track. It's a bit um, a bit confronting, just sort of being there doing lap after lap in front of your mates. But um, when we've shifted it across to princess park and more of a, an out and back course where you know you start on the grass and then um after 100 meters you're out on the, onto the road and you sort of go up a bit of a oh it's probably a driveway that you know it's undulating for about 100 meters but it's challenging enough that it stops people from going out and absolutely cooking themselves early on mm-hmm. um and you've got a turnaround point at 600 meters so by the time they turn around it's like, oh wow i can see the finish line already so mentally it's a lot easier for the group and um yeah i think other other than the first two we had a couple of kids who you know, you're just never sure with kids when it comes to handicapping them because you see them over 5k and that's too far for them but mm. um give them a mile and it's yeah they just they fly alongside um two young kids um clean that up pretty comprehensively but um placing three till about 30 or finish within about 30 or 40 seconds of each other so yeah that's a um, good handicapping yeah so i mean there was a little bit of um recovery position going on um on the grass <laughs> afterwards which um, <laughs> much to my amusement but um no it was it was a good day and we've um i suppose getting back into it now is sort of no numbers have been down a little bit they're still pretty good but mm. you know i guess pre-covid we were getting sort of 50 to 60 on a tuesday night um, and that's sort of around 30 or 40 and um, even park run yesterday first one back admittedly with not a lot of notice or advertising but yeah. you know, at shepherd and we get close to 200 and i think we only just scraped over 100 yesterday so yeah it's still taking a bit of time for people to get back and um, 
know, get back out there and enjoy it. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, sort of good signs with people today. I think, you know, I've sort of touched on a few times. It's not so much the, the running that's the exciting aspect. It's the community part where, you know, once we finish between the volunteers and everyone who ran, we would have had close to 50 people. Yeah, so it was just cool. enjoying a barbecue afterwards and a, and a cheeky barbecued hash brown, which was always delicious. So nice. um, no, it was a good morning. Good stuff. Uh, it's um yeah, great event. And um, there'll be a couple more. You'll, you'll go and do some things on the track as well. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it depends <laughs> what the demands like. I would love to. Um, yeah. And I know, like, I suppose the guys that I look after with runs of PB, they would absolutely love to um, mm. for the most part. It's sort of that, you know, that only really makes up a very small percentage of, yeah. of our membership base at the Runners Club. So you sort of try and um, cater to to what the group want. And one thing I'm really going to try this year with the club is that we're going to have 11 events, but we're, I want to try and make them all a different distance with a different course just to try and put that variety into it. And so that I guess our members don't, you know, trying to remove that anxiety where you know, oh, I do park run every week and that's the time that I expect to run at the mm. handicap. Whereas, you know, if we change the course up, change the distance they haven't got anything to compare it to if you think back you know times where you've been injured and you come and do a session that you haven't really done before you can't really compare it to anything and it, it just removes um some of that expectation and potential stress so um you know, that's sort of my commitment to them this year that i really want them to step into 2022 and really enjoy their running with a, a real sense of freedom so um hopefully that'll contribute to that yeah, you're doing some great things up there in Chef and Chris. Like that's yeah. um, like amazing sort of community that you're building up mm. around Shepparton and, and obviously getting, yeah, still getting big numbers there, like 30, 33, was it today? Yeah, yeah, 33. Gave it a go. And, the, you know, I think, um, you know, for a, a, you know, a really small community, I think that's, mm. that's a great effort. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And you had a presentation night during the week? Yeah, we did. Um, so we've had a massive weekend. Um, mm. Hence why I'm, I'm sort of struggling a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Friday night, we had a, a presentation night for the Runners Club. Um, mm. And look, to be honest, it was just, we've only had four handicaps for the year. So we actually didn't yeah. um, meet the criteria to hand out any trophies. So mm. it was really just an excuse to gotcha. get the club together and go out for dinner and just try and build on that sense of community and say, hey, we're back. Um, yeah. Let's get into it. So there was, oh, I think we had about 55 come along for the dinner. Nice. And, um, yeah, just went out, had a meal. Um, mm. We did do a couple of awards. I think oh, we did most improved and club person of the year. And um, yeah, like I think the formalities were all finished by eight o'clock, which is a great time for those that want to go to bed early for park run. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, typical, typical runners, there wasn't much that went over the bar. It was mainly, <laughs> you know, finger food and everyone yeah. was gone by 9.30. But, yeah. um, you know, it's sort of, Felt like about midnight for most of us. Yeah, but no, it was a good night. And then return of park run on Saturday and um, capped off with a handicap today. So, um, you know, things are looking good there. And then um, for the runners club, we're going to have a bit of a Christmas, I guess, longer session. So we like to do, we've got a bit of a tradition um, because Tuesday nights, we only get time to really do a 20 or 30 minute session at the most. So um, Sunday, I think it's the 12th of December, we're going to do the Michigan. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's just it. Yeah. So it's a bit of fun. We sort of, um, people have got the option that if they do want to do the Michigan, they can. And we still try and set it up to all levels so that, 
you know, if you rather than float the recoveries, you might jog them or you might just mm. walk them and then use the, you know, what we call the ons um, as a running part. So everyone feels included. They can sort of start and finish um, as they please, or even if they just want to do a long run amongst the group and, and drop out whenever they like. Um, yeah, just a, you know, a bit of fun barbecue afterwards and um, you know, just tell a few stories and yeah. sort of build up for, for the following year. And then um, we're actually going to, I guess I'm, I'm fortunate in the sense that um, you know, I've got 13 of my run to PB crew in Shepparton and we're going to have a, a similar thing for our run to PB Christmas on the 19th of December. So um, look out for Very some cool. photos of that in a few weeks. Yeah, time. great stuff. Now a lot going on up there, mate, and uh, yeah, doing great things. Hey, um, fellas, just getting back, and, and Matt, you touched on it in your um in the back end of your session, and probably want to get your thoughts on this. Have, have you read about, or you would have seen over the years, Kipchoge smiling during his <laughs> bloody fast <laughs> marathons, and thought, what? How is this guy smiling? And is there a, a method to the madness? And uh, I don't know, I've done a little bit of digging and, and I think it's, you know, it's been probably well publicised. Um, there's been some, some info floating around about why he's doing it. But um, also I was reading, a, I was quick, quickly reading before about a bit of a study that um, some researchers did about like this. They, they obviously saw it and gone, hang on, what is this guy doing? And, and we need to learn a bit more about this. And yeah, there's been a few studies about it and talking about, um, yeah, basically they found that, you know, runners who smiled, used less oxygen, ran more economically and had a lower perceived rate of exertion um, from those that had frowned, you know, in, in, say, in the control groups they used. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I wanted to get your guys' take on, um, yeah, whether you've, you've implemented that in your races. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, without, I guess, knowing this sort of stuff, I was in, I know the first time I sort of, started doing it i didn't mean to really do it but then after all this sort of came out i was in um at rotterdam marathon back in 20 the start of 2017 and um and yeah i remember running along and and i know you're in a marathon you're obviously out there for over over two hours there so there's a bit of time to sort of be in your own thoughts and things like that and i was like oh i just really want to like i'm over here i want to enjoy the experience so i just started like i don't know smiling and waving at the crowd <laughs> it's insane like you've got your name on your bib and and the yeah the get pretty vocal and they're like they're calling me Matthew um, <laughs> they're like oh go Matthew go I'm like oh, thanks yeah and like they're smiling at the kids and then like yeah. the clappy hand things going on um and I just felt like it was I don't know it got me into a, a good sort of um emotional state like a positive sort of mm. uh, reinforcement thing that was that was going on and and it just i know i just instead of focusing and, and like i talked about before like you know with these negative thoughts pop into your head where do you go to and, and if you can try to flip that around um not try to think oh you know i've got to i'm tough i've got to push through this i've got to be tough mm. um rather than just you know accept like oh yeah i'm <clears throat> i'm hurting here and i mean this is what i've signed up for and this is what the, the experience is going to be part of, but I just want to enjoy it and then start flipping around and being positive. And, and I think it just can allow you to relax a bit more and, and yeah, like something like that. And, you know, it might not be just like smiling at the person's back um, as you're running along behind you, you know, you could turn and, and, you know, thank the volunteers that are out there pouring the drinks, assuming that we're allowed to do that in COVID times. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, the people on the, on the sides directing you where to go and, and just, mm -hmm. yeah, 
and and I guess that sort of thing I, I did then um I remember yeah then in um what was it called oh, Auckland Marathon I remember like I was running along and I was holding a drink bottle and then there was a bin up at like they had a bin out for all the bottles I remember just like trying to like I don't know it was maybe 20 meters away and having a shot for the bin and it went in and I was like and then the, the volunteers sort of clapped and I was like yay just sort of positive experiences like that it just takes um you know take, takes the pressure away from yeah. from yeah trying to be out there and and giving it your all and and then just more the fact of just enjoying it yeah so I guess that's my experience behind it and it's almost in some ways even if you like can you be tricking yourself as well like not even like obviously you are like I think if you implement that like I've even noticed like sometimes if you say something in a race like early on you might talk at the back or it's almost like you're just kind of saying to yourself hey i'm enjoying this i'm having a good time and i'm not hurting yet so i can talk like and it maybe just gives you that feedback that hey, i'm not actually in, the, in that much pain and um i think like obviously when you smile you know you, you're associating that with you being in a happy place and you're enjoying things and you you know generally i guess the the premise is that you're more relaxed that if you're relaxed you're going to run you know without um you're so tight you know you're not going to be tense so physiologically you know your body should feel like you know a bit looser i think that also helps so yeah whether you can even if you are hurting just to, to go to a smile and try and take pain you know try and take the focus off um thinking you know negative thoughts um chris yeah. are you you done anything you you tried to smile for your 5k were you smiling for the for the 12 and a half laps um well i was smiling on the inside i think i'm probably <laughs> grimacing on the outside but <laughs> Um, no, I do, and particularly more so, I'd probably relate this more back to the marathons. Um, you know, and for me, what I've always tried to do is try and make eye contact with the spectators. I not veer across the road and eyeball them, but um, <laughs> you know, if there's sort of someone in my line of sight, um, just to try and make eye contact and, and smile and sort of say thank you. Mm. Um, like particularly that sort of last 10 or 12k um, you know in Melbourne sort of coming back in towards the city and and up around the shrine when it you know it really gets tough um, and it's probably for me it was always more about distracting my mind away from you know how much things were hurting but you know just sort of um, probably also helped me show you know feel a bit of gratitude towards the people and you know, I'll be honest, I reckon I'm pretty delirious by that stage yeah. um, and rational thoughts uh, mm. are few and far between uh, at the back end of a marathon. So, you know, sort of out there and, you know, you, you're telling yourself that, you know, that person was cheering for you and, you know, how awesome was that that they go to the effort to, um, you know, clap their hands together and try and help you get to the line a bit faster. So, you know, if, and if that gives you an extra 100 metres of not thinking about the screaming in your legs, I mean, I, I've always found that great. It probably... Well, the flip side of that is you sort of get into the MCG and what maybe only five or 6,000 people feels like 50 or 60,000 and you get a bit overcome by emotion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you sort of, the thing I sort of say to a few of my athletes, it's about finding ways to win, um, mm, particularly yeah. when it gets hard and whatever works for you. Um, you know, for smiling, I, I think it's great. You know, even just yeah. in life, you might be having a miserable day and, mm. you, know, um, you know, I sort of work with people um and you can't afford to really show that you're miserable around mm. you know, working with the public so you know it might be you know family comes in with their young kids and you know a little bub smiles at you and just you know bang straight away it just brightens your day so mm. 
um, yeah, I think smile, it might only feel like something small, but I reckon a smile can be pretty powerful. Yeah, I mean, you, you can notice it even on the, you, when you're out on a trail or running along and you run towards another runner and you get that, you know, if you can make that eye contact, have a smile and you, you might be doing a workout and then you, you, your mind just goes away from the workout. Mm. And it's like, hey, cool, I've got, you know, there's another runner, he sort of, he or she knows what I'm going through. And for that split second, it's like, oh, cool, you know, we kind of have that common, um, those common feelings. So I think, yeah, even just, just throwing in that smile just, you know, to another runner can help. Yeah, they don't smile back, or if they don't give you a nod, yeah, give you nothing, you get a yeah. bit filthy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. um, tagged in it, Anna tagged me in a post on Instagram from Eloise Wellings during the weekend. Just mm. it, it was all about highlighting the importance of fun in your training mm. and your running. That to be a, an athlete, you know, whether it's you know, your goal is to be the best that you can be, or you know, you, you're trying to be elite, or you know, you're just starting out, that you don't have to be serious to be good that it's about you know enjoying the moment and you know whether that's training with your mates or um, finding the joy in what you're doing or you know in our instance you know smiling at a complete stranger who's probably mm. thinking, what why are they smiling this far <laughs> they they look like a psychopath but that's yeah. okay <laughs> um, but yeah i'm just trying to find a bit of joy in the moment and love what you do so i mean honestly whether it's running or, or something else if you if you love what you do how good's that mm. Yeah, no, oh, that's on, I think. really well said. Yeah. Actually, we'll leave it on um, one of Cho you had a quote about, and he says, uh, when you smile and you're happy, you can trigger the mind to not feel your legs. <laughs> so, I don't know. When you can run too far, was he 245 or 250s, um, yeah, for marathon, then. Uh, <laughs> There's a wisdom bomb right there. Yeah. Hit that in mind for Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool from, uh, from the GOAT. Well, Chris, thanks very much for, for jumping online and, and joining us for a Sunday afternoon and a bit of a chat. And always, yeah, great to hear from you, how you're going, how your athletes are going and, and the amazing things you're doing up in Sheffernan. No, pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. And just uh, if I don't speak to you before, Melbourne, just want to wish you both all the best. Um, it's been cool following the journey, a couple of weeks to go. So I um, hope Taper goes well and looking forward to seeing the end result. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you out there next week um, as you uh, attack that 10K. No, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, well, enjoy the taper mattress and we'll, uh, we'll chat again next, next week. week. Sounds good.